feels so good to be back on the road again, hands on the controls, flying through time. With the watch. And a magic chicken. Uh, yeah, uh, good point, Arthur. We have both the watch and the chicken that ate the watch, which somehow got magic powers. Incidentally, we still need to figure out what to do about that. His name is Reuben, unless you've forgotten. Oh, heaven help me if I ever manage to forget that fact, Arthur. But my point being, we are on our way to put the watch back where it's supposed to be, and everything will go back to being how it was. Well, except for the alchemist that we accidentally kidnapped from ancient China. Are we going to put him back, or are we actually kidnapping him? Yes, we're going to put him back, Arthur, but we're putting the watch back first. Yes, no more close calls with anomalies. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, wow! Look, he's doing a dragon fruit this time, guys. Terrific. Hey, how's the new core holding up, Arthur? Oh, it's fine. It's literally a perfect fit, like it was made for our ship. Strange, really. Yeah. Uh, speaking of our new metallically inclined friend, where is he? Alex is giving him a tour of the ship. Oh, there he is. Hi, Alex. Yeah, hi, Dad. Uh, is Arthur there? I'm here, Alex. Oh, and you're missing it. Reuben is doing a grapefruit now. Um, wonderful. Uh, hey, Arthur, uh, we might have a bit of a problem with that new core. Not likely. I installed it myself. Well, there's smoke coming out of it, so... What? Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Quite a bit of it. Hold on. I'll be right there. Don't touch anything. Yeah, yeah, smoke come from court. Not a problem. Here, I fix it. No, 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 wait. Don't do that. You'll... Oopsie. The Time Travelers Radio Show. Presented by WPNR and Radio City in New York. After a terrible deed that rocked the very foundations of the space-time continuum, five brave individuals, John, Alex, Jessica, Navy, and Arthur, travel through space and time to retrieve the one item that can restore balance to it all, a small pocket watch from the clutches of the dastardly evildoer, Victor. Now trapped in the 1940s with communication systems down, the team tells their story as a sci-fi radio adventure in the hopes of being rescued and saving the world. This is the Time Traveler's Radio Show. Today's adventure, a timely solution. One thing that should always have a timely solution is hair loss. Today's episode is sponsored by Little Giant's miracle Grow Pomade. Now, on with the show. Everyone all right? Oh, I'm great. All the commotion made Reuben turn into a pillow. I had a pretty soft landing. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Jessica, you all right? Uh, just a bruise, please. Alex, what on earth happened down there? Well, Dimitri here tried helping. He pressed some buttons, and I'm... <coughs> I'm not sure what happened. There's a lot of smoke now. Yeah, yeah, lots of smoke here. I help? No! No, that's quite all right. Dimitri, you just... Sit tight. We'll send Arthur down to fix it. Arthur! Right out, Chief. I'm on it. Stay here, Ruben. Oh, hi, Navy. What just happened? Our alchemist friend tried to help. The engine is stopped. Oh, great. Now all my nav instruments are going to be all messed up. What's wrong? Well, look outside. We're not moving. All my instruments are attuned to moving through time. Sitting in one place in the vortex for too long will ruin them. I'm going to have to recalibrate everything. Do we have any idea where we are, when we are? No clue. I need power before I can recalibrate. Oh, Arthur, how are we doing on getting down to the engine room? I know it's dark. 
Don't worry, John. I know my way to the engine room like the back of my hand. I... Ow! How long has that door been there? Wait, what's happening? Oh, no. What? It's the emergency shutdown protocols. Since there's no power, the ship is responding as if it's under attack. It uses blast doors to section off the ship, so it's all compartmentalized. The cockpit, navigation, the engine room. Well, how do we open this? Well, there's two ways. Either doing it manually from a part of the ship that is most definitely closed off now, or by restoring the power. Arthur, where are you? Well, I'm right in the middle of everything. I'm in a hallway with two of these big door things. Ugh. They won't open. Maybe Arthur can instruct Alex and Dimitri on how to get the engine room going. Yeah. Come on, babe. You need to give it at least a try. Right. Okay. Uh, Arthur, where do we start? All right, Alex. We're going to need to do an entire engine reboot, but not to worry. It's easier than it sounds, and I'll be here to walk you through everything. You're going to need to begin by taking the flange drive cable and rerouting that through the ignition receiver. You must wait exactly 20 seconds after doing this. No more, no less. Or the whole thing might blow up. But sometimes it doesn't. But sometimes it does. So it's probably best to not even get close, because it's a bit of a gamble. But, like I said, wait 20 seconds and then press the hyperdrive admission button um, and... yeah. <laughs> yeah, this might be a bad idea, Jess. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm the most qualified individual to do this, Arthur. And Dimitri... I have... No! Okay, okay. So we can't get to the manual override. We can't fix the engine. That means we're... Stranded. Can you lift this hatch here, Jessica? Yep. Any luck, Dad? Just about. And... God, God. Oh, thank goodness. You got it working. Yes. Thanks to Navy, we now have a very small computer running off an even smaller communicator battery. Might give us about an hour, so let's find the blueprints quick. I'm on it. Arthur, are you there? I'm here, John. Now listen, Navy's going to pull up a small blueprint for the ship. There should be some ventilation shafts that lead from where you are to the engine room. Do you still think you can crawl through them to get to help Alex and Dimitri? I definitely can. Wow, it's dark in here. Even darker than the rest of the ship. No one ever mentions how spooky these things can be if you're stranded. With no power. In the dark. Arthur, you can do this. Right, right. I'm on it. Just one thing, John. What's that? If I don't make it back for whatever reason, I want you to have Reuben. The, the, the chicken? Yes, he really likes you. And I think he'd be very happy with you. Uh, yeah, we can work out the finer details later, but for now, let's focus on the task at hand. Righto. I'm off. And don't forget to feed him. Uh, all right. There's a good chicken. Don't stare at me. So, just to clarify, if we run out of food, we're eating that chicken, right? Oh, definitely. All right, see you soon, Arthur. All right, looks like we'll be rescued in uh, 20 minutes, Dimitri. Oh, yeah, very good. How are we rescued? Uh, well, my friend Arthur is coming. The one with the chicken? Uh, yes, the, the one with the chicken. Ah, I see. Well, I mean, yeah, Arthur does have his eccentricities, but I have every faith and confidence that he'll be able to rescue us. Alex? Yes, Arthur. 
maybe a bit longer than I anticipated. Why is that? Well, I'm not sure how this happened, but somehow I managed to get upside down. I'll be there as soon as I can write myself. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, Arthur. No, pivot! Arthur, I told you to pivot! I am pivoting! So, anyway, uh, Dimitri, tell me about yourself. What? Well, I mean, tell me about you. I mean, who is Dimitri, you know? You're from ancient China, but your name is Dimitri. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Did you ever meet someone named Dimitri somewhere else? Like a foreign traveler or something? Or, or is it like a nickname? No, Dimitri is, well, Dimitri, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But, I mean, there are a lot of things I don't know about history. That's my dad's job. Ah, yes, the smart one. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we all have our areas of expertise. I mean, Jessica flies, Arthur does all of this engine room stuff, and Navy navigates us through time. She's really smart. Oh, yes, very smart, very dangerous. Um, really? Oh, yes, Dimitri Watcher. Very closely. Dimitri is watching everyone very closely. Dimitri is always watching. Yeah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Arthur, would you mind hurrying up a bit? Okay. But here's the big question. If we eat the chicken, are we going to get superpowers too? I think it's a definite possibility. The time energy from the watch has seeped into its genetic code. And if we eat it, then it might seep into us too. Hmm. That could come in handy. Oh, good. But it would probably be watered down, tertiary exposure. And then there's no telling if we could control what or when we become or... Ooh picnic basket. Another thing, Reuben is a female chicken, right? I think so. I brought it up with Arthur and he said he didn't know for sure what Reuben was, but that it would be rude to check, so he just let it be. All right. Well, just let me know when you're at the next juncture. Not going so hot with Arthur? Well, after we got him right side up again, he made a wrong turn. Then he briefly got upside down again somehow. Now he's finally moving in the right direction. Everything okay over here? Oh, yeah. Just staring at the vortex, talking about eating Reuben. <laughs> Just kidding, bud. Keep doing your thing. Hey, it sure is pretty, though, isn't it? The vortex? That swirling mass extending out into space? Yeah, it's, it's relaxing. It really is. Well, I'm going to crawl into the cargo space and see if there's anything we can use down there. It does make you kind of sleepy just staring out there. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a real quick snooze just so I'm, you know, fresh. Yeah, me too. Man, have you ever stared at something in the dark for too long and could swear you saw something move? I feel like I can see something just right outside the <laughs> Jessica, that's impossible. I saw it! Jess, we're talking about 
the time, Vortex. Organic matter can't survive out there. I heard screaming. Jess thinks she saw something out there. What? I don't know. It was like a big pterodactyl thing. I, I didn't get a good look. Oh, time hawks. What? what? What's a time hawk? Uh, they're creatures that live in the vortex. John, you always say that nothing could live out there. Yeah, well, these aren't exactly living. You see, back when my dad was mapping time, he discovered that there were actually these creatures that live in the vortex and are made of time itself. Why have you never mentioned this before? Well, they aren't exactly the nicest of things, and they pack a wicked bite. What? But they almost never bother humans, and you don't even see them unless you're stuck like we are now. Okay, slow down. What are these things? Oh, they're a byproduct of potential time energy. They're usually a result of paradoxes. They manifest as these great monsters generated from a buildup of time energy that's suddenly released. And then they live in the vortex and feed off time. But, but are we safe? Like, what do we do? Uh, it's like what I said. They mostly just leave humans alone. I mean, we put off time energy, but it isn't strong enough to attract them. We just need to make sure not to call attention to ourselves. What about this, though? The watch. The largest time anomaly in history. Huge amounts of time energy. Are we sure this isn't going to call their attention? We need Arthur to hurry. Hello, Arthur. Are you there? <sighs> I'm here, Navy. Where are you, exactly? <laughs> well, according to the last instructions I was given, I should be somewhere between here and there. Arthur. I'm sorry, Navy. It's just that it's really dark and du dusty in here. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I'll get there eventually. It's not like there's a rush. Yeah, about that. What? What is it? Is, is something the matter? Oh, oh, no. No, we just need you to go as fast as you can to the engine room. Well, I was already doing that, but I got turned upside down. So John told me slow and steady. What was that? Arthur, it's John. Listen to me very carefully. We didn't want to tell you this so you would panic, but we have a bit of a situation. Like the time I accidentally glued my hands together? <laughs> no, Arthur, much worse. There are creatures from the time vortex that might attempt to breach the ship and take the watch. We need power right now. How far are you from the engine room? What? Creatures? Steady, Arthur. How far are you from the engine room? Not far, but I need someone to guide me. The vents get all branchy from this point onward. We'll be there every step of the way, Arthur. Just keep moving. Righto. So what exactly do these monsters look like? Kind of a pterodactyl thing, but without a face. Wow, that must be amazing. No, it's terrifying. Why do they want the watch? Well, they're abstract creatures that feed off time energy. What, like the watch? Exactly. Wait, what about Reuben? He puts off the same energy, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, actually he does. You have to protect him! Oh, for goodness sakes, we will. But we need you to get down to the engine room and get it going again as fast as you can. Right, I'm moving. Wait, John, I've come to the branchy part. Which way do I go? Right. According to the schematic, you need to go... Hello? Hello? Time for a brief word from our sponsor, Little Giant's Bunion Cream. Here with a new product they'd like to share with you. 
Is your hair missing something? Does it not have that chic shine in one side? Is it not as thick and voluminous as you remember? Well, never fear. Little Giants is here to say... No more! Introducing Little Giants' new patent-pending miracle Grow pomade. Worried about a receding hairline? Just a little dab will do ya. Not convinced? Well, just ask an actual Little Giants customer. I don't want to do this. Alex, you have to. I have never once had a receding hairline. This is real, and this is mine. Fine. Little Giant's miracle Grow pomade has completely changed my life. Before using it, women wouldn't give me the time of day. But now, I have to beat them off with a stick. Hey there, Alex. Looking sharp today. Thank you, Jess. Wow, Alex. You look good. Thank you, Navy. I mean, it's just, it's just so shiny. You're like a Ken doll or something. I said thank you, Navy. <laughs> and all my buddies want to know what my secret is. Hey, Alex, what's your secret? Well, I'll tell you. Hey, you. What is that smell? Arthur. No, I'm sorry, but that smells horrendous. Is that what's on your head? The stuff we're advertising? I wouldn't buy anything else but Little Giant's miracle Grow pomade. Made with the same patent-pending formula as our award-winning bunion cream. Oh, dear. What? Uh, listen. Yeah, I've, I've got bunion cream on my head? What if that makes me lose hair? My hair is one of my top ten features. Right, you know what that is, Alex? <laughs> Little Giants, Little, Little Giants, Miracle Grow Pomade. Just a little bit. Now back to our feature presentation here on WPNR, the Giants <laughs> Radio Show. Uh, today's episode, A Timely Solution. Hello? Hello? Arthur? Blast. What happened? The line cut out. What? That's impossible. What's that sound? They're trying to get in. What? I can see one from out the window. They're digging into the ship. They must have chewed through the comms wiring system. Oh, I know they're not hurting my baby. They can't... They can't actually get in, can they? John? You're hesitating, John. Warning, the hole has been breached. Warning, the hole has been breached. Blaster's out. Hazers at the ready. That doesn't sound good. Dad. Hello, is anyone there? Jess, Arthur, Navy. Hello, anyone. Oh, no, it's dead. What is matter, please? The, the comm line is dead. I think something bad might have happened. We need to find a way to get to the others now. What doing, please? There has to be a way out of here. A, a shaft or a trap door. A huge chasm we missed before. There always was one in Star Wars. What is Star Wars, please? Never mind. It won't budge. Think, Alex, think. What was that? <laughs> uh, Dimitri, you all right over there, buddy? Yes, <laughs> Dimitri, very good. All going. 
going according to his plan. His plan? Your plan? Yes, Prince Alex, all according to my plan. Something tells me that we've underestimated you, Dimitri. Put your hands in the air. Oh, Prince Alex, don't you think you're being a bit didactic? How do you know about the prince thing? <laughs> I told you. Dimitri always watching. <laughs> All right, well, if you don't want a hole in your sternum, you better start playing ball here, Dimitri. <laughs> What's that sound? Evil creatures. Big creatures. Eat your friends, they will. Now, well, you better hope for your sake that you're wrong about that. The lights. <laughs> Show yourself. Did you bring them here? Me? Oh, no, you did. I did. You all did. They want something. Need it desperately. The watch. Precisely. So what's in it for you? Everything. Soon there'll be nothing left of your ship, your crew. And when the creatures have had their way, I'll step through the carnage. And the watch will be mine. Night, night. <laughs> Anyone copy? John, Alex, Jessica, Navy, anyone? Oh no. What do I do? Okay. So I know it's either left or right. Okay, definitely not going that way. Okay. Looks like we're going right. Choose the right, as they always say. just been my imagination. It is very spooky in here. You know, it's just like that time that... It's just like that time that... All right, who's in here with me? I don't like being scared. I really don't like being scared. So if you could just please come out. Timeline. It'll draw the creatures away from Arthur and Alex and give them time to repair the engine. We'll send a signal to them when they've landed and they can come and pick us up. You're forgetting one very important little detail. How are we going to get to the escape pods? We're trapped in here. Well, we're going to have to find a way fast. Wait, Navy, do you think you could try hot wiring the door? Like with the computer? Well, even if I can, and that's a big if, what do we do once we get out of here? There are literal monsters the out there. The blast doors will give us some time. They're pretty thick. We have to try. All right. Give me the battery. Steady, Jess. We're going to be all right. I know. Alex? You'll be okay. Not long. Navy, how are we doing on that door? Working on it. If you could hurry it up, that'd be great. I'm trying. This is a very big door. Navy. I know, I know. Navy. 
Blaster's ready. Jess, three, two. It's not going to budge. Wait, the open. One. in the mouth. We got the watch, right? Right here. Oh, good. Wait a second. Where's the chicken? Oh, no. Oh, poor Reuben. Arthur is going to murder us. Well, it was either going to be those things or Arthur. And of the two, I'd rather take Arthur. Come on, on your feet. You gotta get moving. John, you're hurt. It's just a flesh wound. Oh, that looks bad. Here, let me take a look. Oh. Oh, that thing took a pretty good bite out of your leg. Nothing I can't handle. We need to patch that up. We'll be sitting ducks. Here, Jessica, take the watch and get into an escape pod. I'll patch John up. I can't just leave you here. We don't really have a choice. It's a straight shot from here to the escape pods. No blast doors. Get to the pod and get out of here. We can't waste any time. I can't put my finger on it, but something's just not right here. You mean being stuck with baseless pterodactyls trying to eat us? Yep, I picked that up. No, I mean why we're stuck here. What do you mean? Who was it in the first place that made the core for us? And who just happened to blow the engine by accident? Dimitri. So what do we do? You get to the escape pods as fast as you can, and we hope that Arthur makes it to the engine room. All right, whoever you are back there, I am warning you, I know Kung Fu. I don't so much know Kung Fu as much as I was roundhouse kicked in the face by someone practicing Kung Fu. It, it's all rather complicated, but I think I picked some up by absorption! Hello? Huh. I must have scared them away. That's right! Run away, scared! You are no match for the great Arthur! Um, maybe? I take it all back! I take it all back! Please don't eat me! No, 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 the vent broke. Oh, hey, it's like a slide. Wait, that's bad. Uh, where am I? It was actually kind of fun. All right, I am not kidding this time. Show yourself. Show yourself or I'll shoot. Ruben? Ruben! Oh, you came and found me. Oh, what a good chicken you are. Yes, you are. You are the best chicken in the time. Hey, we're in the engine room. We did it, Reuben. Take that, everybody who thought I couldn't do it. Exactly. I am super lucky that I chose the right back there. And super lucky that I landed on whatever this is that broke my fall. Wait, Alex? Alex, are you all right? Man, you look terrible. Sorry I landed on you. My head. Where's Dimitri? Dimitri? Uh, Dimitri, Arthur, we have to stop Dimitri. Why? Where's he gone? He's gone? Uh, no, he, he, he's gone. Uh, I, I, I let him get away, Arthur. Dimitri isn't who he thought he was. He, he's been behind everything. What do you mean? Uh, uh, the, the court. The accident. He wants the watch. You're kidding. Do you think he's even from China? I took my taser. Have you heard from the others? No, the comms are all down. Here, give me yours. I'll go and find him. Stay here and fix the engine. Right. 
Ah, no, we took my toolbox. Can you still fix it? Oh, absolutely. Dimitri didn't know about our secret weapon. <clears throat> Reuben, crescent wrench, please. <laughs> okay. Let's walk down the creepy, dark hallway where there are monsters. Mad alchemist. Who's there? Is anyone there? Jessica. Where are you going, Jessica? All right, show yourself, Dimitri. <laughs> Where are going, please? You wouldn't want to leave your friends in such dire circumstances. That you created, right? That you created. You have watched, yes? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> oh, you has it. You has it. That's why I opened door for you. That was you. Soon I will has it. Soon, so very soon. <laughs> it comes drawn with ravenous hunger for its prize. The feast of time that lies inside. You cannot run, you cannot hide. The beast is here, right by your side. Take that, Dimitri! You think your little monster can scare me? Look what I did to it! Now tell me, who are you? Mother Hubbard! Why do people keep hitting me today? Alex? Alex! Is that you? I was worried sick! Thank goodness you're all right! Relatively speaking. But but I thought you were Dimitri. He was right here. He was right next to me. I know. I heard his voice and came running. Well, where did he go? He was right here and then... Oh, no. What? The watch. It's gone. Ouch! There, John. I think that'll do you. Thank you, Navy. Whoever knew that an abstract creature could have such a literal bite... <laughs> the others are safe. They'll be all right. Sure. Are you all right, John? Yeah. Leg hurts, obviously, but... No, I mean, are you all right? I've been worried about you. We all have. I'm fine. Everything will be fine once we just get that blasted watch back where it's supposed to be. But I just wonder... I wonder if I would have reacted differently all those years ago when Victor came to me, if, if, if all of this You just... can't let yourself start thinking like that, John. You did the best you could. The best anyone could ask for. You did the right yeah, thing. I know, but sometimes I just wonder if it was worth it. Well, as the saying goes, only time will tell. <laughs> but I think it was. What the... Um, hello? Hi, Navy! Arthur, you fixed the comms. Well, it took me a minute, but I rerouted the signal through a bunch of different systems. The microwave may pick up a couple more TV channels than before, but at least we could talk to each other. By a couple more, you mean any? Arthur, did you make it to the engine room? Yep, I'm here now. How long until we can fly this thing? We're just about ten minutes out. What about the others? Have you heard from them? Well, that's the thing. Apparently, Dimitri has been evil this whole time. He attacked Alex, but I found him. And now Alex is out there chasing him. I knew it. What about you guys? We just got attacked by space monsters, and now Jessica is trying to get the watch to an escape pod. Oh, no. 
That means that Alex, Jessica, and Dimitri are all out there right now with those monsters? Yes. Yes, it does. He's got to be heading for the escape pods. But why? Who even is this guy? I don't know, but he knows us. Everything about us. He's been watching. Whoever he is, he knows something about the watch. Indeed, I do. There. Escape pods. Just like I told you, Jess. Congratulations. Now give us the watch, Dimitri. We're not messing around this time. You don't really know what this is, do you? It's my grandfather's watch, and you're going to hand it over. This is the single greatest anomaly to ever exist in time or space. Yeah, Navy practically says that every day. We know. Catch up, Dimitri. That also makes it the single greatest power to ever exist in time or space. It's a watch. It's a weapon, Prince Alex, beyond anything that any of you have ever imagined. But I have. I have imagined it. Drop it, <laughs> or I shoot. Shoot, and I destroy it, and permanently break time. I don't think you understand what you're doing, Dimitri. You take that watch, those things, those creatures are going to follow you. They'll never stop hunting you. <laughs> I don't think you understand. Those creatures, those things, as you call them, hunt the watch. Yes, but they are now bound to it. They will serve the one who bears it, if the one who bears it knows how to use it properly. <laughs> I've never seen the watch do that before. They're coming! And not just for you, but for your friends. Dad, Arthur. Maybe. So you may choose. Do you want this? Or do you want to save those you love? Dimitri! Where did he go? We have to get to the others. But what about Dimitri? It's too late now. Just get to the others before we get boxed in. Well, the power's back. Good on you, Arthur. Where are all of these things coming from all of a sudden? We don't even have the watch. Yeah. Hurt. I'm fine, son. Oh, thank goodness you guys are all right. You guys got back in? Well, Arthur got the power back up. Where is Arthur? Stay in the Pretend that you die! <laughs> Hi, guys. Arthur! Arthur! You look like Rambo. Where'd you get that giant blaster from? What's up? Ruben. Oh, he's been with you this whole time? Thank goodness. Yeah, why? Nothing. Jess, ready to pilot us out of here? It would be my pleasure. Wait, where's the alchemist? He, uh, escaped. And he took the watch. Dad, I'm so sorry. I mean, I tried. I, I really tried, It's all but... right, son. All that matters is that you're safe. That we all are. Jessica, get us out of here. Yes, Captain. Are you kidding me? What? Oh, no. Arthur? I did everything I could, I swear. It was really hard. All I had to work with was a chicken. So what do we do? We fight. Ready, team? Ready, ready. ready. On my signal. Those are 
have phaser cannons. Someone is shooting the monsters. There's another time ship. Look at the signature on the screen. It's... Oh, no. That's not just any ship. That's Victor's ship. That was the Time Traveler's Radio Show, Episode 4, A Timely Solution. The Time Traveler's Radio Show is a special production by WPNR at Radio City in New York and was recorded in front of a fake studio audience. A special thanks to our sponsor, Little Giant's miracle Grow Pomade. Make sure to tune in next week for Episode 5, The Time Labyrinth, Part 1. The Time Traveler's Radio Show was created by Cody Cutler and Jacob Ernest. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Cody Cutler with Jacob Ernest as creative consultant. It starred William Benjamin Hyde as John, Adam Packard as Alex, Kelly Cook as Jessica, Darcy Ramirez as Navy, Chris Rawlings as Arthur, Jacob Baird as Dimitri, and Kelly Cook as Reuben. Sound design by Alec Jordan and music by Richard Williams and Jerem Brown. Follow the Time Traveler's Radio Show on Instagram and Twitter, or like us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and as always, see you next time.